Welcome to In a World podcast uh, with your host, Mary Wynn. Um, and we have a like a, a blast from the past, if you will, for this episode. Um, and it's another cult classic in which people will probably fight me on this. <laughs> and I think my guest will fight me on this as well. She's expressed how much she loved it since watching it as a young girl. And my guest today is Ayla Glass. Hello. And um, you were talking to us off mic about how much you love this film. Yeah. Like when I got the email from you saying that this was the the film, I was like, but wait, isn't Heather's like good? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, maybe it's one of those movies that when you watch it as a kid, you were like, oh, this is good. And then you watch it again as an adult and you're like, oh, yeah, that that's pretty, pretty bad. Uh-huh. Um, So I was excited to like watch it again and be like, ooh, I wonder like what's so bad about it. And then I was like, no, no, this is a this is a pretty perfect movie. I I don't understand why anybody would hate Heather's. Like, I think it's a brilliant movie. Uh-huh. Well, there is a lot of like uh, before it's time kind of films uh, that didn't do well back then. So like, and we can and you were telling me like because this podcast is about updating and making it better, and you were like, I don't think it could be updated for this time or anything mm-hmm. like that in the post. Um, a terrorism sort of world. Yeah, but I agree. It is. I I had watched it a lot younger, but I don't remember it at all. Rewatched it. I thought it was fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you didn't think it's fine. Really? <laughs> I didn't think it was horrible. Okay. Did you? You're not a fan of like the '80s kind of tropes and stuff. No, I do love '80s films, but I think I think what I would have loved from it was more like. Like really digging into like the satiris, uh, like satirical parts of it, and like it just felt like it played it too straight. You know what I mean? Mm. I know it was. I'm pretty sure it was meant to like make fun of how uh, the Hughes, uh, John Hughes films at the time. Mm-hmm. So, but I f- I felt like it should have been way more like over the top, wackier. Yeah, like, make yeah. the jokes hit a lot harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't think that. So I think that that's what makes it so brilliant is because I think if they did go more over the top or more wacky with it, it wouldn't have worked because it would be too like cartoonish. Mm-hmm. And like, I think that what makes it so brilliant is that they play it straight. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, this is just the reality. This is the reality that we're living in. <laughs> yeah. We're just get, like killing kids with Drano and like, you know. The- Christian Slater just has sick ass eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. just the world we're living and in. And a hoop earring. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was just, that was the first, it came on with that hoop earring and I was like, oh man, they're, they're, that's one thing I, I would change, lose the hoop earring. <laughs> Okay, so uh, let's get into the nitty-gritties of Heathers. It came out in 1989, um, directed by Michael Lehman. Heathers was his first major feature. Um, Before that, he made like a short called uh, The Beaver Gets a Boner, possibly a porn. (laughs) I don't know. Hmm. It might be just another satirical film, I'm I'm Hmm. assuming. Um, After Heathers, he mostly did television. Among his uh, credits were... 
Californication, hmm. uh, True Blood, Dexter, and uh, American Horror Story. So it kind of had like that kind of theme. You know what I yeah. mean? A lot of those elements from he- Heather's went into these shows that he d- went on to direct. Yeah, he's got a lot of like satirical stuff on here, actually. Yeah. yeah. It's like highbrow satire, like commentative. Mm. Yeah. Like all those shows are like heightened versions of yeah. reality. But like I said, they're played straight mm-hmm. by well, the he- characters in the world. He yeah. did uh, Hudson Hawk, mm-hmm. which is like a satire on like what? auction things. And That's he did, an also an amazing movie. I actually really enjoy that movie, but I don't think it holds up like this one. Uh, and Airheads, which oh. uh, is another movie I think yeah. was also a bomb, but could have been. It's a cl- I, I like that I, movie. I yeah. actually like that film yeah. a lot. I don't think I ever saw it. It's oh, uh, so good. With, uh, it's Adam Sandler, uh, yes, Steve yes. Buscemi, um, uh, just a crap load of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, the film stars Winona Ryder, of course. Um, she is was in Beetlejuice, uh, Great Balls of Fire, um, that came out the same year, which was, I don't know, I rewatched that film and I was like, whoo, boy, do we need to celebrate a pedophile like that? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, of course, Edward Scissorhands. And um, in, in the early aughts, she kind of ran into some scandal when she was arrested for shoplifting. Mm-hmm. And she kind of... Like laid low and went on to a hiatus for a bit, and then she came back full force with uh, Stranger Things in present day, which she's great in. And like, I'm really glad she's back in that. Um, so the budget for this film was three million dollars, and uh, in today's money, it would have been six million dollars. Mm-hmm. And the box office for it was only one point one million, or today's uh money two point two million. Mm-hmm. And this is why we're doing this film. <laughs> <laughs> they probably should have been a few less dollars on scrunchies. Yeah. I think the scrunchie bu- budget was what really... Yeah, like... Just really the, like, just knock them over the top. Yeah. Pair down the accessories is what you're uh, saying. Yeah, yeah the shoulder pads and scrunchies, you know, they, they <laughs> add up. <laughs> okay, so um, again, uh, my pitch would have been... A l- like crank it up a little bit more because it felt like it felt like it was uh, for me it didn't have that uh sarcastic it, like it was sarcastic but not like over the top sarcastic where you could tell that it's they're making fun of themselves you know what i mean but that was just me mm-hmm. yeah but for you that was my that's my pitch but yeah i don't know i guess that could be or a uh, tone yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like maybe the tone didn't quite land as well as it could have. Um, I do kind of wish that some of the like the fantasy like dream sequences were more like marketed by style change. Mm-hmm. They were like a little bit, but not enough mm-hmm. to like like there were times like the two different dream sequences. The one where JD goes to to kill one of the Heathers, mm-hmm. the he- Heather two or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and then like the funeral scene, like yeah. the yeah. only thing that made that, oh, this is a dream sequence is because the pe- people were wearing like 3D glasses. <laughs> and I was like, what is this like Rocky Horror Picture Show moment that we're having? And then like the weird outfit. I was like, what is this? <laughs> it could have been way more. Actually, I'm going to tweak my pitch, turn it into an adult animation. Oh. Yeah, that's my pitch. Cool. Yeah. Interesting. Like, like mm-hmm. Bebe's kids yeah. or... Uh, uh, or uh, I guess Eight Crazy Nights. Eight Crazy the, Nights. Yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. The Adam I Sandler. I say that. Like, yeah. I really feel like Daria vibes. Uh, yeah, Daria Very vibes. True. Yes. Because of like the whole like, write, like monologuing, mm-hmm. writing in the diary aspect. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was Daria heavily was inspired by 
Heathers, I would assume. It's <laughs> a very similar vibe. Yeah. But yeah, like, what would you... Like, I know it's very hard to pitch on something you love, yeah. but... Uh, no, I mean, like I said, um, I could say, I could agree that maybe they could have, I don't know. I think it's difficult, like I said, because I feel like playing it straight was, is what makes it so brilliant. But I also think that that's probably why it didn't work at the mm-hmm. time, because it wasn't so obviously satire. Like, I think it took people a minute to be like, oh, they're making fun of themselves. Yeah. And I think even, not gonna lie, like, I think for myself watching it again, I think it took me a second to be like, oh, this is all one big joke. Mm-hmm. Like, it took me a couple of minutes then to be like, oh, this isn't just like, oh, mean girls at school, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. This is like, this is all one big, like, satirical commentary. So I think, like, I don't know what, what the solution would have been to make it more campy. But I I do feel like the pacing was a little bit weird mm-hmm. with the the deaths. Like, they, they kind of, like, stack up and they get, like, a little squished together yeah. Yeah. towards the middle of the movie. So I feel like I would have actually liked more deaths mm-hmm. and like to maybe elongate like the first few and then have like a bunch of like rapid fire ones yeah. kind of happen. Yeah. I think that would have like escalated a lot more because what you only get like you actually only get two, right? I mean, you get the, you I, get the first yeah, Heather the, and then the two football players. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, I think it's a total body count of, of four, including JD. Yeah, spoilers yeah. at the end. Yeah, well, let's let's put a pin in it. Let's let you percolate on your pitch and lo- as we go through this uh, mm-hmm. the film, more deaths. That's what I did. <laughs> more go. people dying. Perfect. In creative ways like Russian doll style rapid fire deaths. That's what I wanted <laughs> to go. see in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, the movie opens on. K. Sarah Sarah playing uh, over three women having. A drink on the lawn. It's a very like Caucasian moment, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they trample over flowers as they walk onto the lawn to play some croquet. Um, they all are Heather's, all three of them, with differing but subtle subtle uh, personalities. Um, and for clarity's sake, uh, we're gonna call the lead Heather, who's played by Kim Walker, um, Chandler. That's her last name. And the bookish Heather, who's played by uh, Shannon Doherty as uh, Duke, and the lackey Heather, <laughs> played by. Uh, Lisa Ann Falk, and we'll call her McNamara. 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 Can we call her uh, clearly 30 years old, Heather? <laughs> I know. I was looking like, at the pictures again, and I was like, especially her and yeah. Shannon Doherty, who was actually high school yeah. age yeah. in this movie, I was like, she looks like their mom. Yeah. Like, it's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> if you notice, they're never in the same frame together. Oh, they no, are. I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Is their trick. Okay, so we'll, we'll call her older Heather. Old Heather. Old Heather. Old Heather. Yeah. Okay, so Chandler um, hits her ball. And um, a lot of color motifs are throughout the film, which yeah. is really cool. Which I love yeah. the red motif. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, that's the thing. It's like, this movie's so and Visually, <laughs> it is... An incredible masterpiece, um, and um, I will give it that. Um, so Chandler, who's um, wears red, and so that's a power, uh, like a power move color kind of thing. She hits her ball. Um, it turns out that the Heather's were playing croquet at Winona Ryder's uh, head because she. Um, I can't. I can't remember. I think I don't. I'm not sure if it was a dream sequence or. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm. I'm think like kind of what I was saying about the yeah. dream sequence is not being clear. Yeah. And 
I feel like the only way, like, I feel like that was a yeah. dream sequence. Yeah. Like, because um, you can't get a person into the, the ground, ground like that. No, <laughs> nope, at, not at all. It, and so uh, we're introduced to Veronica, who has, like, all these uh, voiceovers, like, very poetic voiceovers from her diary. And she's like, um, from from underground, her body's underground and her head is out, poking out. She dead pans to the camera and uh, talks to us. And it's through, like, she's writing into her diary, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it cuts to school. And this is what it, when it cuts to school, this is what she says. Real life sucks, losers dry. And it's kind of the theme that plays throughout the whole movie because it, it truly is like that. Like, life, real life does suck. Uh, for losers. While writing in her diary. What does that even mean, though? Like, yeah. what is that? What well, does that mean? It's funny because I also find this movie so quotable. <laughs> I love it so much. It is a uh, famously quotable <laughs> film. It like, is very quotable. Yeah. Um, but no, it's actually, she's quoting Heather Chandler. Yeah. She's like, Heather always said, life sucks, losers drive. If you want to fuck with the Eagles, you got to like learn to fly or something yeah. like that. And Ugh. it's like, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> But I think, but it sounds inspirational. I think that that's the point, you know, where it's like, this girl doesn't know what she's talking about. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Like, she just, she's all artifice. Yeah. And you get that right up front. Yeah. yeah. So at the, in the halls, Veronica is just writing in her diary. And um, Duke and older, uh, older Heather come up to her. And Grandma like, Heather. Grandmother Grandma Heather. <laughs> Granny Heather. <laughs> up to Veronica to beckon her to go to like the cafeteria to talk to Chandler. Um, There, the lead Heather tells Veronica to write a letter in the handwriting of a hot dude, Jock, to give to Martha, an easy target for bullies because teens are very mean. That's what it is. Um, And like we kind of we see who Heather uh, or who Martha is and she is so sad. She's by herself. And I was like, in reality, they're like, I was a huge loser in high school. I still had friends, too. So they're Losers yeah. do congregate with each other. So it, that was a little unrealistic for me. But then again, it is, it is a satire. So Right. I don't know. I think that there are people who sit yeah. by themselves at lunch. I think in the 80s, it, it might, I think it was like way different times for sure. Like I, this is like one of those movies where it's like it's a it's almost it's a weird thing of like it's was designed to be good in the future. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's such a good snapshot of what the what the 80s were, I think, that none of the jokes landed until like <laughs> 10 years later when we're like, mm. isn't that crazy? Like they were joking about allowances or like, yeah. sit down, hippie. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, oh my God, I loved those board meetings. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so the ladies sit for lunch and Chan- uh, Chandler pulls out a lunchtime poll. And I wasn't sure what this was for until a lot later. Like, it, I, it's for the yearbook, I think. Or the newspaper. The newspaper. Mm-hmm. Um, of something of some sort. No, it's just the thing that she does. Really? To torment people. Okay. Because uh, she only asks certain people, like, certain cliques throughout the school. It's not, like, anybody until Veronica, like, kind of pushes her to, like, at, like sample, like, the losers or, like, the mm-hmm. goths and the druggies and stuff. So maybe it was just for her to be like only these people I can I want to talk to and uh, like it would be an honor for me to talk to these people these others yeah. if you will. I don't know. I got the impression that it's just something that she does and she does it like every once in a while at lunch just oh. to like yeah, like I just I 
That was my impression, is that was just like a thing that she did. Well, they do say in the end something about like this was for the newspaper or something. Like when yeah. she, when the other yeah, when, comes uh, back, there, there is like something. I thought that's, so that, I, it, you just said it was for the newspaper, right? I think it was. Uh, it's somewhere like way in the end where they're like, we're bringing it back for the newspaper or something where it, it was like slightly mentioned. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, are you sure it's not just because they remember they were like honoring Heather? In, it could like, have been the that yearbook, too. So yeah. they were like, I think that's what you're thinking. Oh, yeah. is maybe. That they were like, oh, she always used to do this polls yeah maybe um so and during this time um like in the cafeteria scene the most famous line of this whole film says uh chandler says oh fuck me gently with a chainsaw mm-hmm. and it's it is jarring how like <laughs> how inserted it is into this like scene um because is it's just such weird imagery too to be in like a high school and like but then again like chandler is a very again what you were saying she she doesn't make any sense whether she what her sayings are yeah um she, and then she goes do i look like mother Teresa to you <laughs> and i'm like oh my gosh <laughs> so back at the um, cafeteria Heather the Heathers watch as Martha um, finds the note and she goes up to talk to the jock about the note and as soon as she ta- like asks them about it they start laughing in her face and it's and she runs off and and this is where we get introduced to uh, Christian Slater who plays JD Christian Slater's eyebrows <laughs> more like straight up eyebrow looking for like a solid 10 in this scene yeah i um all eyebrow acting yeah yeah. and then we cut to the bathroom where duke has bulimia she's throwing (laughs) up in the bathroom um and she needs help from veronica and i was like this is disgusting that's a real thing though yeah that's true that's like i know girls that did that for each other in high school oh man maybe i'm not running with the right crowd to get (laughs) this film at all yeah you you freaking loser (laughs) go sit by yourself at lunch we're gonna go puke with each other (laughs) when um they get back to the uh, cafeteria veronica goes up to jd and asks him the lunchtime poll and he introduces himself in such a strange and annoying way too so good and um, the way he introduces himself is, uh, what is it like? What is his saying that uh, greetings and salutations? Oh yeah, salutations. salutations. That, like, as I believe his inflection yeah. is kind of like this. Uh, it is. Um, it is so annoying. <laughs> first off, why? I don't know why. <laughs> like, he, it's he, awesome. but it's also perfect because. <laughs> He is a douche. Yeah. He's such a douchebag. He's a, like, so like she's at the end. She's yeah. like, you know what I want? What? Like, to not have to ever date cool kid, cool guys like you or ever again or whatever. It's like, yeah, he thinks he's the shit. And she's yeah. like, nah. Yeah. No, no. Um, so the jocks decide to scare JD because he's the new kid. Who pulls out a gun and shoots it? This is where the movie really cranks took, up. Cranks up. Yeah. <laughs> like, it goes from just bullies to like, Oh shit, there's guns now. Yeah, yeah. Right. And it was like right after, I think, that point that I was like, I was, I think I actually went, oh shit. <laughs> like, because I didn't really remember. Yeah. I was, because I remember they killed a lot of people. So I just, uh, I was like, oh man, he killed, he already killed people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then it's like, oh, it's blanks. Like, and then I was like, making points. Yeah, points. Points, points everywhere. <laughs> um, so back at the lawn, um, the, the Heathers and Veronica. Veronica start playing or continue playing croquet 
And um, Chandler is a huge asshole to Duke. Uh, but at, in the end, uh, Duke wins this game, um, which is a foreshadowing if you really think about it. Like mm-hmm. um, the, And then the Heathers get called because they're, uh, they had to go home. And it yeah, turns because out because Grandma Heather's mom came to pick him up. Yeah, so great grandmother Heather <laughs> came <laughs> to pick up the Heather. Uh, small trivia: they were the same age. <laughs> what? No. Oh. Uh, so it turns out, and it's revealed that that backyard, that really beautiful backyard, is Veronica's. So yeah. she's rich too, yeah. and that kind of um, like I guess that helps to justify why she's hanging out with the Heather so much. Yeah. Is because she, even though she's not Heather, she has the money to back it up. I know. I loved that reveal, actually, because you assume that it'd right. be Heather Chandler's yeah. backyard. But, like, when you found it's Veronica, you're like, oh, like, I get where this girl's, like, yeah. perspective is coming from. I get where her motivation is. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I also love all of the adult characters. Oh. This, they're so... Yeah. I want to... I want a pate count. I want to know how many oh times the word God. pate is said in this movie because yes. I laughed every single time. <laughs> and I loved so there's like great callbacks, comedic callbacks in this film a yeah. lot. Um, so uh, when oh, she goes, pate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she goes to sit down and like eats pate with her um, parents, and then she stops and goes, "I got a motor if I'm gonna make it to this party." Yeah. Um, and so before uh, she heads, so later that night, Veronica. Monica and Chandler go to this party or heading to this party. They stop at a gas station to get, um, what was it? Uh, a barbecue corn nuts. nuts. Yes, barbecue <laughs> corn nuts. All right. Uh, Veronica's the one that gets sent in to go get it, which she meet JD there. And this is where she gets like his whole backstory about like why he's moving around and stuff. And it adds to this even more mystery about him too and like allure for him, her. And the whole time I was like, his voice is so fucking annoying to me. It's just like that high school. You like, don't like that male vocal fry? <laughs> <laughs> It's funny, like, I did not practice this, but this is like the Christian Slater voice. That's yeah, great. it is You're killing so it. perfect. <laughs> You're killing it. So perfect. And uh, I will turn to you whenever we have, like, quotes from JD <laughs> that we need saying. Um, so at, later that night at the party, um, it's a college party, and um, Heather Chandler has been, like, talking about this for majority of the top of the film because she thinks it's so important for her to, like, mingle with college dudes and stuff. But it turns out these college dudes are the worst human beings in the world. Worst. Yeah. And it and I was like, Chandler baby, get your life together. You know, it's all about like the concept of it. You yeah. know, like high school going to college party, you're like, oh, that means you're cool because you're hanging out with older kids. Yeah. Um, um who turn out to be like like sex disgusting sex hounds. And um I think most men, aside from maybe the fathers, turned out to be yeah. gross sex hounds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's true. Um, so like during this uh, this party, um, Veronica gets paired off with uh Heather Chandler's boyfriend, I think it was her uh or not paired off with her boyfriend's friend. Yeah. And so sidekick. Yeah, sidekick. And so Ch- Heather Chandler goes off with her boyfriend who pressures her into giving him a blowjob. And I just felt so bad for it. It's like a very sad scene for Heather. And even though she's a bitch, you kind of feel for her a little bit. Oh yeah. Right. And I mean, I, that was the point, you know, yeah. of that, that scene. And I think it's um, like at 
first, like all of the, you know, there's a bunch of like sexual assault mm-hmm. in this movie. And at first I was like, when Adam was like, oh, what would you change about the movie? I was like, oh, well, all, like the rapey stuff was kind of weird. But that, that was 80s movies. But then I thought about it more and it was like, no, that was like actually a part of the culture the, back then. Well, not the yeah. culture. I'm saying that's a part of the the writer's like commentary mm-hmm. on oh, yeah. mm-hmm. like culture. And it's like he made it like gross and uncomfortable on purpose. Like this is messed up. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. Not, and like you see like Heather hating herself after yeah. doing that. But at the same time, it's what she said that she wanted. Yeah, so yeah. So it's like, you know, that like that pressure. And then, I don't know, we'll probably get to it later. Like the other Heather and like the field type like thing. So uh, Veronica and the scrub, I would like to say. Um, like the scrub guy, he tries to come on to her and she's like, no, fuck no. I she, Like, and that's the reason why I really love Veronica is because she has this voice. Like a distinct voice, even though she's part of the Heathers, she will say no and she will stand up for herself throughout the whole film. Um, And so after that, after she rejects him, Heather Chandler comes up to her and says, why are you being such a real coos right now? (laughs) 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 It was like, wow, these are hidden hard. These like idioms from the 80s that I do not know where it came from. I feel like some of it's just made up. Made right? up. Yeah. Right. I think that's what makes it so funny. Um, and right then, Veronica just throws up and leaves. Um, what? She starts a fire though, right? Like in a in like a bottle or something. There's a, a fire in an alleyway no, was, or something, right? Yeah, what? I think it was. There was like she starts a she like is like you know mad doing something mad in an alleyway breaks a fire like in a in a bottle or something like that. I think that was before she left. She was like messing with like matches and then she dropped a match like in a glass to put it out but it turned out it was alcohol and it like yeah Yeah. so it went on fire and then that's when she comes in you're just like you're and then I heard you're doing like they didn't even acknowledge the fire at that point yeah they kind of like um great like glossed over it that's why I didn't write it down it shows her violence tendencies I I guess Yeah. yeah um so back at um in Veronica's room, she's like laying down, and then JD shows up at her window, who comes in, comes in. Not creepy. Yeah, not creepy at all. It's the eighties, man. So they go into the you backyard. Know, it's it's and, very Romeo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so they go into the backyard to play croquet, but they end up fucking because it's like more of like the aftermath of it because yeah. they're just laying there in each other's arms. Oh, yeah, we said. They played strip croquet. Yeah, yes. I was trying to find the number of times Heathers is being said, but uh, I think it's ended up being somewhere around like 40 or something uh, in this, which is seems a small. Yeah. Uh, fun little fact about the name Veronica. Uh, it is a slight reworking of the word Von Erica, which apparently translates from Heather. Uh, what? Yeah, in uh, German, I guess. What? Yeah. There are so, so many all layers. Heather, yeah. Um, like I said, guys, brilliant movie. <laughs> Never backing down. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so after their fuck session, um, JD suggests that Verona ki- killed Heather Chandler because she's been like talking about how um, Chandler, uh, she feels insane that there's this weird hierarchy in school, but she's still part of it. She's part of the machine, really, if she's still hanging around Chandler. So, like, that's the reason why JD suggests killing her. Um, But mostly she just wants, Veronica just wants to see her throw up. And so in the the next morning... But hold on. Yeah. Also, I... 
Okay, that is one thing that I would say was a little confusing. Not confusing per se, but it was just like, we see that Heather is, Chandler is terrible uh-huh. and a tyrant. But what actually happens at the party, like she was mean to Veronica, but like it seems like a very extreme reaction to be like, God, I want to kill that bitch yeah. because she called me a Girl Scout cookie. <laughs> like, wait, what? Yeah, there was. I mean, I know it's like, you know, yeah. been built up for her for a while, obviously. But uh, they didn't really show that. Like, no. I feel like she could have done something way worse to her at the party to make yeah. her be like, I want to kill that bitch. Or, like, like even, like, locked her in a room with that guy. And yeah, it's just like, something. Yeah, something yeah. to force her a little more to have this reaction. Um, So she, the next morning, they go to um Chandler's house. And this is while she's, like, sleeping. And um her parents aren't home. And... And it look it there's like red everywhere. <laughs> like everything is red in her house. And um, so they decide to create a concoction to make her throw up. But JD has like another idea, which is mm-hmm. to give her pipe cleaner or uh yeah. Like yeah, pipe drain, cleaner. Drano, yeah, yeah. basically. But like Veronica was like softly saying, No, let's do this instead. Mm-hmm. But um JD kind of just wills it. That he just brings up the Drano instead. And they come to her room, wake her up gently to give her a uh, hangover cure, if you will. And it was weird because I was like, why is JD in the room too? Like, wouldn't that be suspicious on everybody's account? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, She's what also in a robe. Do. Yeah. <laughs> Sleeping on top of her sheets. <laughs> <laughs> I did not she, She's a goddamn that. psychopath. <laughs> yeah. She, well, you know, she just has to, like, lay yeah. so that everything's perfect. Yeah. yeah. The hair is yeah. perfect. Makeup perfect at all yeah. times. Um, I, I think she's wearing her famous scrunchie. At, yeah. I think she is wearing her famous scrunchie. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, so, uh... JD basically reverse uh, psychs her into drinking the cleaner and she just downs it and instantly throw a dice on a falls or dies falls on top of her glass table shatters it great death scene and her last words were corn nuts yeah why because that was the last thing I think she told uh I don't know I don't have an answer yeah sounded funny yeah. <laughs> Um, it, it was. It was very funny. At first, JD and Veronica freak out, um, but only very mildly. <laughs> they they didn't really like. Wait, but here's also what, where a great line comes in. Oh my god, I killed my best friend and your worst enemy. Same difference. <laughs> great moment. So good. Very great. Um, JD convinces her to write a suicide note on behalf of um, our dear Chandler. Because, um, as we know, she can match everybody's uh, handwriting, Mm -hmm. uh, which is, I guess, I guess that's a very high school thing to try to match everybody's handwriting a little bit. I feel like I did do that yeah. in middle school. I mean, like once I got to high school, it was like all texting. At yeah, that point. yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but definitely in middle school, it was mm-hmm. like high all school the time. definitely copied the parents. Yeah, uh, for oh sure. for sure, you had to be able to sure. write those notes. Yeah. yeah, for why you were late to school or missed yeah. half the day. As a close to thirty year old, I've realized that my handwriting is getting scarily close to my parents now. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. At uh, so at a school staff meeting which is what you alluded to earlier where um a bunch of out of touch adults were trying to 
and like figure out how what to do for uh, Heather Chandler's suicide. Uh, the teachers are like debating about it. And um, I think one of them was like the sensitive teacher who gets shot down pretty yeah. fast. Um, and then we the kept, hippie. Yeah, the hippie. I know they kept calling her a hippie, which I thought was so funny. There's a <laughs> solid callback at the end for the hippie joke. I'll, I'll bring it up when yes. you come back. Yes. Um, so and we got to the lockers, and um, Grandma um, Heather <laughs> is pissed that there's only an hour off in honor of Heather Chandler. So good. Um, and. Heather Duke is eating again, which was like, I was like, that's very nice. That was like a nice, like, kind of character build for her to be like, oh, the eating disorder was because she was under a tyrannical rule with Chandler. Mm -hmm. And now she's like growing into her own. And she could probably, she knew that she could probably take on Grandma Heather pretty, <laughs> pretty easily. Yeah. Um, so. And then, um, like, Grandma Heather gives <laughs> um, Veronica Heather Chandler's old swatch, which turn makes Veronica become really guilty, and she just walks into the showers and starts showering with all her clothes on. And then we just cut away from that yeah. scene. <laughs> I remember that was weird. You're like, what are you doing? And she, didn't, like, didn't say yeah. anything, and then it was just, like, cut. Yeah. <laughs> No explanation. <laughs> no explanation. No talent off. Yeah. Um, so we got cut to like a class. Uh, I think it was an English class uh, with the sensitive teacher who is talking to uh, uh, talking about Chandler's note and how emotional it was and how like touching and important it was. Um, and just Veronica just looks on as these dummies are talking about Chandler and how important she was right. for the at the school. Um, I think at that moment she could have been like. Huh, yeah, but what about all this stuff about her? Kind of like, I don't know, make her less of a, like a deity that... Yeah, like on a pedestal. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of pedestal things going on. But I guess Veronica did kill her, so she shouldn't say anything. <laughs> yeah. She was conflicted, I feel like. Mm -hmm. There was, I felt the confliction for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, well, I think this is like where it starts to get into like the commodification of like suicide mm -hmm. and like how we remember people after they've passed mm. um i think that's really interesting too because this idea has come up in more recent like movies and plays as well including like dear evan hansen mm. which is like a oh, new yeah. show that came out where it's basically i mean it's different but the same thing kind of happens where this person who everybody hated at school he wasn't popular but everyone hated it, thought he was totally weirdo but as soon as he dies everybody's like wants to talk about how they knew him or how oh my mm -hmm. gosh he was so great and yeah. like you know wanted to be connected mm -hmm. to this person that killed themselves for their own like so social gain right um there was like another movie too where these two it was kind of similar to heather's i can't remember what it's called now uh, these two girls oh. went around killing people for instagram followers oh yeah i i know exactly which one that you're talking about it's like a Kind of a newer uh, yeah. film. Yeah. That, like, I can't remember what it's called. But we'll think about it. But yeah, it's like the addiction to tragedy mm, that, yeah. like, you know, people have. And, you know, it's interesting to watch a movie that came out in the late 80s, in 1988, and see how that narrative, like, really hasn't changed at all. Yeah. It's because we all have Munchausen. That's what it is. <laughs> That's what it is. Um, at, so we cut to uh, JD's house, and they're watching... 
the, all their classmates on television talking about Heather Chandler. It turns out Chandler, Chandler is even more popular than ever after her death. And um, JD's dad walks in and they have like this weird dynamic between uh, him and his dad. And it's clear that JD's dad is a total asshole. Psycho. Yeah, who's a psycho. And I was like, red flag there, my dear Veronica. Um, uh, I mean, I loved it, but it was also so disturbing. The weird, like, father-son role reversal yeah. like game that they do. I loved it. I loved it, but yeah. also I was like, this is so disturbing yeah. at the same time. I was yeah. like, this is fun. I w- I'm going to do this. <laughs> no. Yes. No, Adam. We just found out that Adam is a psycho. Yeah. He's a psychopath. Uh, if you do not hear from it's fun. us in a few weeks. It's yeah, like a psychological. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, please call our parents. Um, so Veronica is uh, gets home and her parents start asking about uh, Heather Chandler's suicide. And... Um, this is another thing where she does, like, I think they're eating pate at the same time. And then she goes, I got to go. I got a motor if I'm going to catch this funeral. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that <laughs> that line so much. I know. And I also was like, your parents are going to go to the, your best friend's funeral? <laughs> yeah. What? I know. I, but I love that. I yeah. love it. I think it's yeah. just so great. Yeah. Um, and, and that she's wearing blue to the funeral. Yes. I thought that was really interesting yeah. choice. So uh, Veronica's yeah, right? color is blue. Yeah. Then. Yeah. So so like they're all primary colors, I think. Yeah, except um, yeah. except Grandma. Uh, Duke. Oh, Duke. Duke is yeah. is green. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's and green. then uh, Grandma Heather is yellow, and, yeah. and Heather Chandler's. Red. But um, as we uh, we'll get to it, or but like it uh, Duke, um, ha- Heather Duke will turn red, which is mm-hmm. like a part. Of, you know, well because she always wanted. Yeah. To be red, there's like that foreshadowing, oh, yeah. And like the reason why Heather Chandler was mean to her in that second croquet game was because she asked to be red. Yeah, yes. Yeah. yes. And she was like, "How dare you? you know red's my color." <laughs> like, oh my god, dominant so, color. Um, so at Heather Chandler's uh, funeral, there's this hip priest who is played by um, the Glenn same- Shaddix. Yeah, he's fantastic. So oh, funny. Yeah, love this man. Yeah, he's in. Almost every like absurd film I think I could think of. Tim Burton uh, he, used them quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. All right, he's in Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Yeah. yeah. Um. So people start praying over Chandler's body, and then we Those start prayers are oh so funny. Yeah, like they're we get to hear what they're saying in their brains. Please let me get into Harvard. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of that. Like so, it was like very selfish prayers. Mm-hmm. Um. After the service, uh, Grandma Heather asks Veronica to double date with her her and the jocks. Um. Uh, I can't remember their names. Like Ram and something Kurt. else. Kurt. Ram and Kurt. Um. That uh, and there was a moment with the jocks on the lawn beating up a, a nerd. Yeah, the nerds. Yeah. yeah. Um, later that night, the jocks take the ladies to tip cows because I think before that scene, though, like um, Heather, pro- Grandma Heather promised uh, Veronica that they, they wouldn't, wouldn't be do that. I doing know. it, and then they and cut to like hard the, cut to. Yeah. Yeah. Great joke. Yeah. Yeah. They're not gonna get. As long as they don't get drunk and take us to tipped cows again and then are <laughs> cut to tipping cows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, the two jocks tip a cow into mud and it splashes both of them. And it's a and miserable scene. Winona's, it's in her mouth. It goes like in her mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
Some great practical effects, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then um, Grandma, Heather, and Ram go off into the... They fuck, they fuck on the grass, basically. Mm-hmm. And the other jock, uh, Kirk, is trying to go after... Um, and it it looked awful. That that, that sex scene, quote-unquote, uh, did not look very comfortable at all. So, small thing. Uh, this is Winona Ryder's favorite scene in the film, uh, in the hmm. trivia, if I'm, if I may cut in. And I think it is worth acknowledging, like, this is like, this is the level where it's like, all right, this was a really well thought out movie. Uh, as, as you're about to get to, she, uh, knees him in the, that, yeah, knees Kurt. him in the nuts. Yeah. She's walking up the, the, the hill. In that same shot, it goes from the, uh, Grandma Heather and, and, uh, Ram, mm-hmm. uh, being like, having the fooling around to him grab in the very like small disc grabbing her arms and forcing it back essentially it turns from consensual weird aggressiveness to full-on like assault yeah in that moment and she that's she this is the part she she quotes and she goes like that's my that's my favorite thing about the film and that it has this weird quirky thing but also this insane dark stuff going on in the background. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I mean by like this, like sexual assault in this movie. Like it was for a point. It wasn't like oh, wacky eighties movies, guys being like crazy with girls. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah. It was like you know, it just said so much about like not only like the way that guys treat women, but how these girls like expect that they should be treated by yeah. these guys, and then also like that. Veronica in her mind almost like she clearly just felt like that's just how right things work yeah. like she didn't think anything was wrong when it happened to Heather Chandler she didn't think it was anything wrong when it happened to like grandma Heather like every time like somebody like witnesses like this like terrible like behavior people are just like Oh yeah, yeah. Like that's yeah. it. That's how it is. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, that long shot. It's so. It is like a very creative shot, and then they're having this very nonchalant conversation while her friend is like yeah. being yeah. assaulted in the bathroom, and like Kurt's doing this weird physical comedy bit, yeah. like <laughs> falling over the fence, and it's like the craziest it's thing. So crazy. And yeah. the scene ends with like. Our love is God. Let's go get slushies. And you're like, what did you happen? So um, JD was the one who shows up and says that thing about going getting slushies. And um, he just takes Veronica away from the scene and that's it. Um, And then we cut to the next day, which was at the newspaper meeting. Um, They decide to give uh, Heather Chandler the front page. And there's a rumor going around that Veronica had a three-way with Ram and Kurt. And this is what like kind of sets her off to be like, maybe, maybe let's fuck them over. You know what I mean? Like, so later that night, JD and Veronica concoct this uh, plan to scare the jocks and and it includes his gun. And uh, JD like wants to fake their attempted suicide and uh, leave a suicide note for both of them. And he is such a skis. Like he just like, (laughs) lies to her basically and saying like this is they're not gonna die we're just gonna like hit them with a bullet right Uh, and it's not gonna pierce the skin old bullets yeah hurt anybody yeah um (laughs) they're german bullets yeah i don't that they're called like ifschleins or ifschleich i guess and uh it just sounds it just translates to i'm lying that's literally what it stands for (laughs) there's a lot of german going on in this movie um 
So creative. <laughs> right? Um, so the note uh, that Veronica writes is basically outing them as gay, which is a, a fantastic scene later on. Um, so she writes, she tells, she before that she called the jocks to tell them like, hey, meet me in the back of the school. Like mm-hmm. I want, I've always wanted to have a three-way with two guys and stuff. And so- Every woman's fantasy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so the next morning at dawn, um, in the, in the woods back at the school, uh, Veronica with the gun in her back, like pocket, I think. Yeah, um, she tucks in the back of her skirt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she meets up with the jocks and, uh, she gets them to strip. And I was like, you guys are two idiots. Get the girl to strip first. And then. Yeah. Uh, they called know, it out. Yeah. But yeah. yeah they, yeah. They're also idiots. Yeah. They're two dummies and um so jd just pops out shoots one of them and like veronica misses the other the throat yeah Yeah. (laughs) which i was like whoa (laughs) (laughs) i was like aggressive choice yeah and (laughs) veronica uh or it was a very bonnie and clyde moment too like because but Veronica is obviously not trying to be Bonnie. She's just trying to avenge her own mm-hmm. name. Almost. Well, she says later that she's done with this Bonnie and Clyde shit. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think it's after this. Scene. Yeah. 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 And so um, JD just runs after the other guy. Um, and so Veronica sees that JD is clearly lying about the bullets, and um, the jock, the other jock. I think it's Kirk or Ram. I don't. It was one of the jocks who comes back. Which one's which? (laughs) Yeah, comes back to the scene of um, the crime, and Veronica, out of instinct, just shoots him. And cops who are parked outside of the woods, smoking a doobie. (laughs) So great. (laughs) Um, they hear the scene, the gunshots, and they just stumble out of the car basically and start start looking for uh, what's happening. One of the cops stumbles on the murder. The other one chases after JD and Veronica, where he just finds them basically naked making out. And classic uh, diversion. Yeah. He uh, and the cop was just like, nope, just two two crazy kids making out in, in their car. And the other cop asked if they were naked or not. Oh, yeah. The naked classic Kirby <laughs> cop. Oh, but don't miss the mineral water joke. The mineral oh, water that was, that was set up, and then the punchline was, was so good. Solid. So, so funny. To, to rewind, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so to rewind, back in the plotting stage, Veronica and JD like set like have this gift bag of like <laughs> I know with the gift bag. They so were picnicking. Yeah. They're picnicking. A gift bag of <laughs> just. Quote unquote gay but shit. Did you notice the gift bag had the lilies on it, which are traditional funeral flowers? Oh, I'm telling you, set deck, <laughs> killing yeah. it. Um, so yeah, so they had one of the items, the gay shit, quote unquote, was <laughs> mineral water. Funny. And Veronica was like, and this is not gay. And then uh, JD points out they're in the Midwest. 
people will take it as gay. I know. And when the cops are like examining the crime scene, one of the cops pulls out and like or uh, reads the note and says, "Oh, they're gay." And then he, the other guy's like, "No way! No way! They're all star football players." Yeah. And then the other one pulls out the mineral water and is like, "Are you sure?" <laughs> he's like, "I got all the proof I need." Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Oh man, they were gay." <laughs> Such an 80s joke, I guess, right? Like, it has to I be. I don't know. I think that that could work now because yeah. it's so Oh, yeah. It's, it's so stupid. ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And I think it was still ridiculous then. Yeah. It was just like, it's this ridiculous, like, association. Yeah. It's like a Simpsons joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. So we uh, cut to the next morning where uh, Veronica confronts JD about killing the jocks. She, uh, she burns her hand out of needing to f- feel, I think. Cool magic trick. Yeah. Yeah, she, she had to punish herself. Yeah. She's got a little, you know, Catholic yeah. streak in her, I guess. <laughs> and so they start arguing. She He liked, no, the magic trick was him lighting a cigarette out oh, of yeah. his oh, hand. Then, that's right. She, yeah. yeah. Oh, I was like, that, yeah. I went, that's not possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was yeah, so, I, such a good burn. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They. Uh, oh, I remember exactly what the scene was. They park in the school parking lot right. and then he was, he was, oh, because he was sleeping a, there because yeah. they didn't go home. Yeah. yeah he had the, he had a cigarette. He needed a lighter. She pulls out the the cigarette the, lighter. Cigarette lighter in the car, which is like now the weirdest oh, thing I can think about. Like I know it's it was, so funny, but we had a car when I was growing up that had a cigarette lighter. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I would yeah. play with that shit all the time. Yeah, I know it was the coolest. And you bring it, and it's like all <laughs> red, and you're like, Ooh. don't yeah. drop it, don't yeah. drop it. Yeah, and the, now that I think of it, I was like, a car had a built-in mechanism for you to smoke. Right. This is. So uh, so different back then. Um, so <laughs> it turns out the school gets canceled because of the suicide because it's two jocks. Also great. <laughs> great quote. Yeah. Did you hear school's canceled because Kurt and Ram killed each other in a repressed homosexual suicide pact? So, <laughs> so good. So good. I was like, that's the joke we needed right now. Yeah, yeah. All star for that yeah. fucking extra. Yeah. yeah. Whoever that one-liner yeah. was. Yeah. Actually, it might have been Betty Flynn. Yeah, I think it was one of but like the great delivered line. So good. Um, so at the funeral, uh, one of the jocks' dads just proclaims that he he was like, "I didn't know my son was gay." Classic. But now that I know, I love my dead gay son. <laughs> love a dead gay son. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. That's one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. It was it, I, I made, it was such a good turn, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but well, and that's why I think also like makes this movie like really progressive in a weird way. It's like this is 1988, yeah, right. and they're not demonizing homosexuality in any way. Yeah, no, there no. Were, there was another film that we did um, where it didn't demonize homosexuality at all, and it was set in the 80s as well. You're talking um, about glitter? No, no. <laughs> it was uh, Ishtar. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah, they did a really good... Yeah, yeah. go back to our episodes, listen to Ishtar for another great gay scene. But during the funeral, it gets a little too real for Veronica because she sees one of the the little sisters crying, Mm -hmm. which was... It kind of snaps you out of reality, like the right. like back into reality. Because you're on the ride, and then yeah. you're like, I mean, it's for you and the and her that it's just like, oh, like real people are getting hurt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because like it goes from like 
this like hysterical dad proclaiming that he loves his gay son in such a funny thing and then it goes to little sister who loved her brother yeah and the fact that they have the football helmets and then <laughs> the red footballs yeah they were like matching yeah it is a very very of uh, like it it flips you in that the those uh that scene in like within like two minutes or something the next day a group of teachers the same group of teachers are having a meeting and at this at this time they have finally allowed the sensitive teacher to do a love in with a camera crew which was it defeated the purpose yeah. of what it was well, but that was the that was the point. Yeah. That was what was so, I was like, you know, you think, oh, this lady, she, you know, she's got it like, yeah. figured out they need to like have a talk. And it's like, no, it just turned into this same thing. It was like a publicity set. It's like, if you're not performing your grief, are you even grieving? Yeah. So it's like, I like loved that it just was turned into this media circus. Yeah. And it was kind of like a callback to her being a hip called a hippie because like now as in this present day we can view hippies as phonies they were complete phonies they mm. were about like love and stuff but like oh. they didn't really care about like the real stuff that were happening like it's civil true. rights and stuff mm. uh, of the time and it was just like all for show mm -hmm. basically they were hippies at the time were just uh rich children of the rich like mm -hmm. living that lifestyle mm -hmm. um so that was a really great comment on like what she is yeah. really um so we uh cut to jd's house and they're listening to music uh veronica and jd and they start talking about the chaos in the school um the dad comes in to show that his the building that he wanted to blow up mm -hmm. um and Wait, like, but I got it. There's another quote in this scene. What was it? Chaos killed the dinosaurs, darling. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. But it sounds cool. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> sounds cool. It is definitely one of those things where it's like um, high schoolers who know, like, like, they think they know life. They just start spewing this, like, nonsense. Yeah. Like, stuff uh it is pretty good i you're starting to turn me around right now um yes. <laughs> yeah uh, so we later find out during the scene that um what happened to jd's mom she committed suicide mm -hmm. in one of um the dad's like blown uh, uh buildings when he was blowing it up it's his obsession yeah it is it becomes his uh obsession um and Veronica decides to break up with her, him right then and there after he well, yeah. tells her an extremely sad story. No, well, and then he shoots the, <laughs> the oh, that's his right. gun at the radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. I told, I think I glossed over that. And then she goes, minor that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she finally kicks him to the curb. Um, but he, uh, he like starts forcibly making out with her mm -hmm. and yeah. she kind of gives in and then she gives, like pulls back and stuff and she just breaks away and leaves. At school, um, JD gives um, Heather Duke a picture of her and Martha as uh, blackmail, if you will. Mm -hmm. And um, this is, and it's kind of crazy to me, like nowadays it, uh, that shit is on the internet, you know? <laughs> so it's like, it's such a specific point in this movie yeah, that you know you could have still like have deleted them yeah, or something. Yeah. Right, but true. Martha would have had that copy too. You know what I mean? That's true. Modern take I have your MySpace page. Oh printed out. Who oh. was your top eight? <laughs> oh damn Martha was your number one. Yeah. <gasps> um so he gets her to um 
sign a petition, have the school sign as a petition because he knows that she's she's taking up Chandler's spot mm-hmm. because then he gives her her hair red scrunchy. scrunchy. Yeah. And this is when she turns on herself. The crown. Yeah. <laughs> as it was. <laughs> And um, at Heather Chandler's locker, uh, Veronica uh, snoops through uh, through it, and she kind of like feels so guilty because she realizes that she w- Ver- uh, Heather Chandler was like holding something back, you know, like uh, like even though she was an evil tyrant, but she was doing something that balancing out the society, this microcosm of society. Um, that's what I. I- perceived from her what why do you what what did you get that from um just because i i think she just realizes that um i don't know it's just like felt like she knew that's um because of um heather's death all these other things are just like domino affecting you right know? it's just like the society the ecosystem has been disrupted yeah yeah and now chaos has yeah it's yeah like uh, the dinosaurs yeah yeah exactly like the dinosaurs darling oh that's not as good that just sounds like jack nicholson actually i did read something that said that like everyone was like Go is he it. just doing jack nicholson uh <laughs> yes he, he he's openly admitted it and also wrote jack nicholson a letter saying you should check this out how did i do oh, oh <laughs> I my god jack nicholson uh never wrote back uh- um, so uh, Veronica or um, Heather Heather Duke just comes up to Veronica and um, Veronica's just disgusted by how she's turning in, she's turning into another Chandler. Oh and, yeah, she like checks her ponytail with a scrunch and she's like, oh. yeah, she-? yeah. Also, Heather Chandler's locker was also all red. All red. That was, was like I didn't really notice anything about what was going on in Veronica's face because I was more distracted by like, whoa, this locker <laughs> is crazy. <laughs> Um, so Betty, um, so, um, Betty, who is, uh, Veronica's friend from, like, um, elementary school and stuff, like, a really good friend, comes over to Veronica's house to play croquet because, uh, Veronica is just, like, tired of the Heathers and she just wants to kind of revert back to how she used to be. And, like, even Betty was like, this is weird. Like, this is really strange that you invited me over. Um, but um, at that point, the he- the Heather show up. And um, and now if Duke- Heather Duke has become full-on Chandler. Chandler. She's, like, all red. And, yeah. like, it's just, it's, it's she has that too, too. Yeah. She's like, I am the captain now. <laughs> yeah. She actually uh, says that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she does. Um, she had a writing cre- credit on <laughs> the um, yeah. on that one movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so um, it turns out that uh, poor Martha, who sits alone in the gym, she f- realizes, like in this moment, she Oof. realizes is the only way that she would ever be remembered would be to commit suicide. And um, up until this point, like it it kind of reinforces her mentality too because everybody's like celebrating all these people who Mm -hmm. were committing suicide. So she decides to walk into the street. And um, so at home, Veronica turns off the TV because it's like getting all these like news coverage, like too much news coverage about um, the suicides at her school. And she says that... uh, and she points out that the newscast makes suicide seem cool. And again, like we just saw Martha try to commit suicide. And uh, Heather, um, Heather slash Chandler, if you will, mm-hmm. um, comes over to tell Veronica about Martha's attempted suicide. And she um, she just like basically belittles Martha and says like she's trying to be like 
I know, but she couldn't even kill herself. Yeah, yeah. she was like, it was really. It was that pate. Yeah. <laughs> they did. Well, uh, I died. Yeah, that's I right. Like, mm. Well, and it's like a turn though, because it's like Veronica's growing because she is, she doesn't want the pate. Yeah. Oh. But Duke is like, ooh, pate. Yeah. So it's like they've separated, they're in different planes now. Yes. Um, and so they, uh, they after uh, Veronica slaps Heather Duke, for being so crass, they end up in Veronica's room and start talking. And they turn on the radio because Hot Props is on. Hot <laughs> they, Props. And they were really heading at home how popular the show was. And then Grandma Heather calls in very distraught, like trying to cover up her name. And it was like so, so bad. bad. <laughs> uh, Heather. Ah, uh, no, that's not it. Yes, it is. No, it's Madonna. No, it's no. not. <laughs> not that one. What? Uh. Okay, it's definitely not, it's definitely Heather, man. Just go for it. Yeah. And um, she, like, talks about how, like, everything, it's like she just feels so depressed and stuff. And she just is thinking about um, ending it early, if you will. So the next day, um, Duke tells everyone that Grandma Heather is depressed. And everybody's making fun of her and, like, claiming that she's trying to get attention just like Heather Chandler. She runs into the bathroom and um, Veronica just uh, goes to the... Uh, like, or, um, Grandma Heather goes to the bathroom to try to down some pills very, mm-hmm. very clumsily. She just spills it everywhere. She's trying. But Veronica stops her. And they just talk it out. And it was like a very real scene where she, mm-hmm. the, it was like like those little snippets of like like reality that sinks into the film and stuff. It's, it was a really well done scene. I really like that. So where are we at? Uh, as far as plaza media here. It's, it's, it was tempid. Now it's getting a little warmer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Um, and so we cut to uh, Heather Duke. She gets her old photos back and burns them in the chem lab. And JD to ask her um, to do this petition to get the band Big Fun to play at the prom, and 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 then Veronica is the only one that doesn't sign it. And after her, uh, after that, uh, Veronica confronts um, Heather Duke about the petition, and it's just a big mess. I I think it was just so much cutting back and forth that I couldn't really write it yeah. very much. <laughs> um, a lot of crazy shit happens. Yeah. There. yeah. Basically, um, at the end of it, JD shows up and like asks Veronica out again, and she's like, "Fuck off, dude!" Like, no is a no, and s- no means no. Yeah, basically. Um, and then back at home, Veronica's parents are like concerned for her because she they talk to JD because he thinks that she's um should be on suicide watch. Well, he's just setting it up. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, because, uh, and then she gets this letter that is in her handwriting because JD has figured out how to write like her. And I was like, mm, I knew from the beginning he was a terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she, and then uh, through that, she figures out that he, she's his next target in, um, because she finds a doll hanging in her room. And that night, JD comes in reading Veronica some Moby Dick. And I think this was a dream sequence. It start, This started out to be a dream sequence. 
Well, oh, was this where the, the dream? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, and then she did. Okay. And then she. Yeah, this is a dream sequence that I thought. Well, I think it was supposed to. You, you were supposed to think it was real. But uh-huh. then, I don't know. Yeah, it was a little confusing. Yeah. Um, and then she tells him that he's a psycho. And he pulls her into the kitchen of um, Heather Duke to kill her by slitting her wrist. And this is like all blue in that kitchen. So that's why I thought it was her own kitchen. Mm. And um, well, that was her dream. Oh, so. yeah, that's true. So it was blue. Um, at, the, um, at the funeral of uh, Heather Dukes, people are super weird. This is where yeah. uh, this is at this point, I did figure out that it was a dream. Right. Um, yeah, I was like, okay, that was yeah. a dream. And, for, and then Veronica stands next to the holy water, and Heather Chandler comes up to her. And um, I I can't remember what she says to her in that sequence. She was but like hell is really boring. Or yeah, something. or heaven's really boring. Or yeah, something. Something very Heather Chandler of uh of her. Look at the tur- it was like something about the turnout. Like yeah. there's like, there's barely seventy five people here. Yeah, I had one hundred and nine. Yeah, yeah. So she was definitely comparing. Um, yeah. and then end that ends the dream. Uh, Veronica wakes up to her mom calling her to come down to eat. For dinner, and she ends up writing in her diary for the last, quote-unquote, last time. Um, later that night, JD comes into her room and has a gun. To and This is only to find, that, find out that Veronica already killed herself by hanging. And then he proclaims that he loved her. And uh, he tells her his, his plan to blow up the school at prom mm-hmm. classic was uh, it villain yeah mm-hmm. yeah it was like spilling his total guts to a completely dead quote-unquote dead person yeah you know you're just you know you got evil villains they got a monologue yeah they gotta, have, they gotta monologue they gotta Everybody have else? a sweet greeting <laughs> greetings and salutations oh man yeah. The, yeah. there's two two jds in this room <laughs> right now well, it's, it's also like uh that was funny when he came. He's like, "Oh, I loved you. I didn't think you were actually going to do it. I mean, I was going to kill you." <laughs> um, That's great. So, so um, he leaves at, at just as Veronica's mom comes in, and of course, she's like freaked out about this. But she just uh, Veronica just wakes up and like it was like, "Oh, I'm just is that is." Spaghetti? I, was it spaghetti or something? Was spaghetti with a lot of oregano was her favorite. Yeah, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember. Her mom said something so funny when she walked in. I should have let you have that job at the mall. Yeah. Oh, that's what she said. Yeah. yeah. I should have let you have that job at the mall. <laughs> then she explains like, why. That's like why <laughs> she was so sad she killed herself over. Yeah, maybe that like that's also a comment on how parents are so out of touch with their kids. Yeah. They can't yeah. figure out their yeah. emotions and yeah. stuff. I'm getting a little warmer, guys. Heck yeah. <laughs> um, so, Maybe we'll get to a boil. <laughs> what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Um, so at the school, the students are flooding in, and people are like, Veronica's alive, basically? Because I guess news had spread that she was dead. Right. Um, and then she runs into the sensitive teacher who's like starts spewing out all this like nonsense. Oh, she said something really, really funny. She was like, suicide, it's... Uh, 
like something about the student. It's a student's right to choose or something. <laughs> it's something no, along it's, those lines. It's a student. Uh, you know, uh, uh, suicide is the most important decision you'll ever make. It's the same type of line you would make of which college you would. It's the same yeah. thing. Yeah. So it, uh, it's like college is the most important. Which college you go to is the most important uh, choice you'll ever make. Yeah. But she replaces it with. Suicide. Suicide is the most important choice you'll ever oh, make. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then this is the callback to the the hippie thing. She go Winona Ryder goes, get a job. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh my, that was awesome. That was a great line. So in the bathroom, love her snark. It's yes. so good. Um, in the men's bathroom, JD looks at the dynamite that he had built the night before after all the students are in class uh veronica walks through the halls and um and then we cut to the gym where jd's taping up the dynamite and then in the halls the students get uh start moving towards the pep assembly this is where she realizes oh this is his grand plan was that he was good like um do it when they're uh, doing in this assembly um elsewhere uh JD or JD gets into the boiler room, which turns out to be underneath the gym. Perfect. It's like perfectly planned. Uh, well, there was a foreshadow. Well, he he gets the idea from that from his dad. Yeah, you remember right. that because his dad he does exactly what his dad says yeah. that he did to demo that building. Oh yeah, and yeah, he put the fuse in the boiler room and it set off thermals in the floor oh. above. That's exactly. And you can see, actually, I went back and watched that scene and you actually, there is a shot of Christian Slater like registering oh, that. Oh yeah, he told And I didn't notice it. it. Oh, really? I didn't notice it the first time because I wasn't maybe watching it that closely. But, <laughs> but when I went back and watched the, that scene again today, I was like, oh dang, like you see on his face, he's like, uh, that's the plan. <laughs> Maybe That's Christian Slater is my evil plan. He's practically rubbing his hands yeah. in that scene. Right. Like, He's like, yeah. yeah. Yes. Thanks, Daddy O. <laughs> Thanks, kid. So, exactly. Uh, Veronica figures out that JD uh, is in the boiler room and then uh, with a gun. I'm not quite sure how she got. Was it the. There was two guns. No, there's just one gun. I think it, yeah, the Remington that he, the the Colt Remington that he that he that he had, right? Yeah, yeah. And she then, didn't have a gun when she came. Oh, she, it just got oh, she, she, knocked out of his hands, and then she was able to get to it. Oh, right? she showed she up with a gun. gun. She, she showed, showed up, up with a gun. gun. Yeah. Wait, where did she get a gun? I don't know, man. Because I, th I think there was two guns when they murdered the jocks. Yeah, but she had like the little gun. Yeah, and then this was a different gun. Maybe, okay, that was one question I had. I was like. Where is he getting all these guns? Yeah. They should have showed like a closet full of guns or something. Something. Like, yeah, something like had, that. Because he had, apparently he had four guns. Yeah. Maybe so, three, but he had at least three guns. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because because they left the guns, well, I guess they only left the little gun. Yeah. Oh. At the crime scene, this murder-suicide. Oh, it was murder-suicide. So yeah, he took his Remington with him. The big yeah. black gun. One of them. But, so I, I guess that's the gun that he had later. So yeah. maybe it's not a continuity error. Yeah. Although... How did she get it? Yeah, how did she left it at left left it at the when she went to go kill herself. Oh no, he probably left because he had the gun on him when she, she, he was about to go murder her. Yeah, and you think that he? I think left he left it? it there. I don't need this no more. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he it. had to like run away fast. Yeah. What? Um, so, I don't know. Yeah. We'll go back and look at that. I don't know. Um, I think so we're with a gun, she tries to stop him, but she is quickly subdued. 
with a knee to the face. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. He, like, knocked her. Oh, no. He, he, didn't he hit her with the, the fire extinguisher? No, oh, that's oh, later. Oh, she did that she later. Did that yeah. um, he continues on with the bomb plan uh, while the pep rally is continuing. And then um, Veronica gets up and grabs the fire extinguisher. This is where... Uh, mm-hmm. And she and then she smacks the gun out of his hand. He grabs her and makes out with her forcefully yet again. He's a psycho. Yeah, and then she knees him in the groin, but he's able to run away. And she's shooting at him while he um he's running away. Um and, oh she she was able to shoot him in the hand. I think. Oh yeah, he, he yeah. like the middle flicks. Finger. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he flicks her off. Yeah, and then she shoots at him and shoots off his middle finger. Yeah, yeah, Clearly yeah. And a it, fake hand. It's just bl- like gushing more there blood is than a ever. Lot of blood. Yeah. It was just so much blood. I was like, I mean, I'm not a doctor, <laughs> <laughs> but that seemed like an excessive amount of blood for a hand wound. I I'm not a doctor, but I'm. I don't think there's an artery in the middle finger. I am a doctor. <laughs> and when you hold your middle finger up like that, it actually shoots more blood out. Uh, yes, yes. Right, exactly. Yes. Because yeah, when yeah. you hold your yeah. arm up mm-hmm. against gravity, against yes. gravity, more blood comes out. A fountain out comes of it. out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, and. JD explains his grand, even more grand plan, which was like the petition was actually to have like a mass suicide note that every student signed. (laughs) Which is so crazy. Which he peels off the the letters. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But didn't need to happen. (laughs) Didn't need to see that at all. And um and the and then he explains why like he is because um school is a society and society needs to die basically um, in order to be reborn. <laughs> the only place villain where, speech. The only place it's such the only place where people get along is heaven, man. Yeah, that was that's his line. Yeah, basically his that's line. That's your motivation. <laughs> um and then she kills or she shoots it. Uh, she quote unquote kills him and then her cool her line that ends it all which you said earlier I think he sets her up what was her her, his setup was like I should have written it down because now this line doesn't make any sense what do you want babe oh yeah 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 Um, you know what I want babe and he's like what do you want babe for cool guys like you out of my life yeah yeah and uh like alone, this quote is oh, not that great. Oh, I know great. what it was. It was. I think it was something like you wanted this. Yeah. Didn't, why, didn't you want this? I think it was something more along the lines that he was like, "This is you too." Like, you yeah. Did this also, yeah. Um, and then uh, she shoots him even more while uh, JD like during he's while he's being shot up. Uh, JD uh, stabs the bomb, which stops it at um, oh four seconds, and Verona comes comes up to the gym and smiles at the teens living their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, Looking hella fucked up. Yeah, she looks messed up. Um, I love it. Yeah. Love that look. And she walks out of the gym, but is shocked to see that JD has survived mul- multiple gunshots. Yeah. Um, Pretty much just says, She's not hey, a very good shot. Yeah, no. We've established oh, that true. early. Maybe he, like... I, uh, I think it looked like he got clipped in the shoulder. It didn't uh, really look like. Um, well, he lost a lot of blood from as that we saw. finger wound. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, specifically from the finger wound. Well, I mean, he only got shot, I think, once, 
in like the shoulder chest area. Yeah, yeah. possibly. Uh, but I think it would have been funnier if he like came out and said those were like the German bullets. <laughs> that would have been that super funny. That would have been like that. Was, that's my pitch for yeah. that scene. That <laughs> sh- he just came out and was like, oh, that. Those I do feel German like he could have sold the fact that he was been shot a few times yeah. a little bit more. He didn't seem that phased. No, yeah. he, that's what I'm saying. He like walked out and was like, sup, babe? <laughs> What's, oh, were you thinking I was dead? <laughs> yeah. Um, like, I feel like it would have been funnier if he still had that attitude, but he was literally like practically crawling. Yeah. You know? Like he was so like, <laughs> do you think I was dead? <laughs> Yeah, exactly like that. So, so like you know that he's like l- about to die yeah, no matter what. You know, because yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. You know, it's like he's gonna kill himself because he's gonna die anyway. Yeah, you know? um, and because and then he reveals that he has a bomb strapped to himself. Um, and he walks off and is like beeping and like there's 45 seconds left for him to live because he and then he's basically said, um, tell them what I tried to do, like. And she was like, fuck off. I'm not telling anybody you're doing anything. She thinks that she's also going to die because this bomb's pretty close to her. So as her last moments of living, she pulls out a cigarette and just stands there. And inside the gym, they hear a huge explosion. They all rush outside. It's revealed that an alive, albeit charred Veronica, is smoking a cig Mm -hmm. on the steps. Hell yeah. Um, And then... I don't think that she thought she was going to die. I think she was just watching him die. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, for some reason, I got the sense. And she just put in the cigarette to be like. Yeah, to be cool. Because this, like, like, cool. this explosion is going to. The explosion gonna, is going to light the cigarette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quid um, pro quo. She, she hurt herself to light a cigarette. He hurt himself to light a cigarette. Oh. Mm. What? Um, so, actually, she goes back into the halls. And um, Heather Duke comes up to her and says, you look like hell. And smartly, uh, Veronica responds with, I just got back. Great. (laughs) And she just takes Heather Chandler's bow back from um, Duke and declares that she's the new queen of the school. And as her first act in this role, she befriends Martha and they walk off into the sunset together. And that is the end of Heather's. Woo! Yeah. Uh, So good. Let us take a break. Real life sucks losers dry. If you want to fuck with the eagles, you have to learn to fly. Did you have a brain tumor for breakfast? My afterlife is so boring. If I have to sing Kumbaya one more time, the note will give her shower nozzle masturbation material for weeks. I just killed my best friend. And your worst enemy. Same difference. Grow up, Heather. Bulimia is so 87. I prayed for the death of Heather Chandler many times. And I felt bad every time I did it, but I kept doing it anyway. Now I know you understood everything. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Hi, I'm sorry. Technically, I did not kill Heather Chandler. But hey, who am I trying to kid, right? I just want my high school to be a nice place. Amen. We can start with a song. Don't try suicide. Don't try suicide. Don't do it. (laughs) Welcome back to In a World Podcast. Thank you, Ayla, for that 
beautiful song. You're Thank you. Um, the single will be dropping soon, I soon, hope. Soon, soon on SoundCloud. <laughs> And um, so this is at this point in time, we do our trailers and I shall go first. Fantastic. Okay. In a world where it's cartoon and, but it's not your typical cartoon because it's adult and they say a lot of fucks. Fuck me gently with a chainsaw. Do I look like Mother Teresa? And there's a lot of fucking going on because it's high school too. There are very sexual beings and we should acknowledge that as well. Lick it up, baby. Lick it up. There are also a group of Heathers. They're the bad ones. They're bad girls of the school, if you will. And then they're Lackey, Veronica, who is like an individual at the same time. Think of Adaria in this situation. Um, she is constantly brooding and obviously upset of her life choices as a lackey part of the Heathers, I guess, in this hierarchy. But she knows that she needs to have, like, the school has to have, like, an ecosystem. This is Heathers. <laughs> a cartoon. <laughs> Yay! Okay. Ayla, it is your turn. Oh my gosh, okay. One, two, three, four, one. In a world where the worst people from every single high school in the country have all been put into one school, there is one girl who's like, hey, maybe we don't need to be assholes. But first we should kill all the assholes. This is Veronica. She's here to kill all of the high school assholes that you dreamed about killing when you were in high school. Jocks. Popular girls. More jocks and more popular girls. Death count, 58. Funeral count, 58. <laughs> this is others. Teenage suicide. Don't do it. <laughs> More grindhouse yes, style. I mean, Heather's grindhouse style. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. She's got guns for hands now. Yes. <laughs> In a world where Winona Ryder has guns for hands. <laughs> <laughs> and Christian Slater is Jack Nicholson. Oh. High school Bonnie and Clyde. But instead of killing, I don't even know who they kill. Instead of robbing banks, they just kill popular kids. <laughs> Heather's. Heather's. Yeah. 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 Two for we the price of one. Yeah, it was a double feature That's right better. there. Um, so, Ayla, uh, we've come to the end. Do you have anything to plug? Suic- uh, any suicide yeah. facts? Uh, you got any suicide stuff you want to talk about? <laughs> Social media stuff? Basically, uh, you suicide. Know, it's like anything I like to plug. Oh my gosh. Uh, not right now. Just follow me um, on all social media platforms at 
Ayla Glass. I'm the only one. So it's pretty easy to find me. Uh, and then I'll, I'll always post any like updates, like, upcoming shows that I have. Ooh. Yeah. Yes, please. Um, and then you can always follow me at Mary HB Wynn on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and then follow Inner World Podcast on all social media. You can find all that information on our website at innerworldpod.com. And anyways, thank you. Good night. Hey guys, um, this episode we talked a lot about suicide and in the context of the Heathers, it was very funny, but in real life, suicide's not. Uh, Please, if you are in any kind of depression or thinking about it, please reach out to anybody. You can call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. I love you very much. Thank you.